guys, this is Ogre Barbarian, also known as Brett on the Reddit, and you're listening to the Oddsman Broadcast. With me, as always, we have... Doom, Doom. Oh, no, I thought it was you first. Oh, no. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this is... <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Doombox, also known as Doombox on the forums. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Daniel, also known as DPO four twenty seven on Reddit. And with us today, we have a special guest. Um, my name is Angelo. I'm known on as Duloth on YouTube and Discord, and Gurthor on Reddit. Thank you for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us. Uh, we're going to go ahead and dive right in. Doobox, take it away. Alrighty, so first things first, of course, we got our new challengers. Let's talk about Batman Beyond. Massive hit chance down clutch character. Phenomenal as an assist for any kind of evasion-based team, visibility-based team. He does fantastic burst damage. He's reasonably fast at a decent 110, so easily acceleratable by Cheetah and the like. And all in all, I mean, he's a gigantic crit machine, so obviously he has some troubles against the likes of Superman and Supergirl and all those, but he actually does incredibly well against the common meta picks, such as Power Girl and so on. So, honestly, this character, I feel like given some time, considering everyone's getting him for free, he could make quite the impact in the meta once people uh, get around to using him. The only problem is that if you are using Steppenwolf against Batman Beyond, he basically does not exist. So that's a bit of a shame. But, I mean, you know, who's really using Steppenwolf nowadays? Except for, I guess, Duloth. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so um, uh, what do you think, uh, Ogre, what? about this new character? <laughs> I'm excited for him. I'm, finally, I'm excited that he's finally going to be able to be somebody to help Scarecrow out. I really like Scarecrow, and I'm really hoping that he's the missing piece that we needed. But we'll see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. DP? Uh, I played with him a bit. I, I had him geared up to gear 10, and then I only put a few points into his abilities. Overall, the thing that I like about him is the fact that he gets like um, uh, double procs on his basics uh, when you upgrade his uh, legendaries. So like though, putting him on Colossus teams looks really fun, because he gets really obnoxious. But otherwise, I mean... To me personally, because as we're, you're talking about Steppenwolf, I feel like he's good and all, but um, he's still kind of like he needs a little bit of a setup for him to be great. Like when you when you compare him to other months' uh, freebie character, he doesn't he doesn't sort of stand alone like Etrigan or Power Girl or so on, right? So that's sort of like what's uh, what's missing for me. Mm, interesting. What do you think, Duloth? Uh Yeah, everything they said is on point uh, but there's something that you have to consider even if you have Steppenwolf uh, because it only negates the evasion let's say uh, part the it chance part but it doesn't prevent him from uh, creating or because it will exploit is it chance down or even the scarewolf one the scarecrow one um, and benefit from them so if you um uh, target him let's say you have an opposing Steppenwolf on the fence uh, you will just attack him uh, with uh, your Batman Beyond and you will benefit from your itchance down 
uh, it's something to consider because I was using him against Steppenwolf just to test him. But again, I am like one of the five people <laughs> using him, using yeah. Steppenwolf, so there's not even <laughs> common to test. So, 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 so you're saying like the debuff? It's nice. Yeah, the debuffs stay there, so he still benefits from them, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, because what? and with his third, uh, you will get 10% damage for every chance down. Mm. So even if he doesn't benefit from them because they won't miss, uh, it will do a lot of damage. Mm-hmm. Also keeping in mind that uh, his hit chance downs last for two turns, meaning if it's mm-hmm. just you and him, you yeah. already lose. You literally cannot win that fight. It's impossible. Yeah. So, Especially if you double dip into the first. Mm-hmm. Che- and Cheetah also, might give him a run for his money. <laughs> Cheetah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, well, her run for my money that. can try to chew through 20 hit chance downs. That 100% hit chance isn't going to matter. But That's fair. That's fair. But something I do want to point out, I know we're, we're kind of knocking on his kid a little bit and saying, oh, Steppenwolf this and blah, 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 uh, Supergirl that. And it's like, sure, uh, those characters will shut down part of his kit, but it only shuts down one half of it. The other half of it's still good. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, he still goes invisible to protect himself. He still is either either going to crit or he's going to apply hit chance downs, uh, both of which or are really both. annoying. So, I mean, you can't shut them all the way off. Very true. Also, fun another fun fact. If you uh, use Constantine's thing where you put taunt on him, his hit chance double procs can trigger each time, so he can hit up to four times. It's <laughs> hilarious to watch him just hit every single person once, and then they spend the rest of their time missing, missing Harley Quinn. Mm. <laughs> so, on to the next character, Killer Croc. Now, something I want to pose as a question. Killer Croc happens to be the exact same speed as Batman Beyond at 110. So is Batman Beyond slow or is Killer Croc fast? (laughs) (laughs) I think speed is irrelevant. You think so? Well, of course you think so. You play chemo. (laughs) I do. (laughs) So you're saying this. I mean, here's the other thing about both of their kits. Both of their kits allow you to do things out of turn. To a degree, so uh, they get passive stuff. Um, yeah. So I mean, okay. So if, if they were faster, they'd be more broken than they are. If we're using the barometer of one ten being the speed, and we're judging by you know uh, max speed at that point, then I guess you could say that um, I guess Batman Beyond is sort of at par of a character where a character like him should be, and a character like Killer Croc is actually faster than what we would think he would be. So. I think that's Killer what I was Croc, thinking too. Think Killer Croc is faster if you think of it that way. I honestly expected Killer Croc to be Bane speed because of how big yeah. and bulky he is, yeah, but then he clipped around. Frankly, I thought the same. I, I think speed. I think that WB has come to the realization that speed does matter, and unless a character can go out of turn quite a bit, aka Bane, uh, oh. then they're going to need at least to have a certain level of speed. Mm-hmm. But you what do you think, Dulaf? Yeah, I think he's pretty fast. Uh, I didn't have any chance to test him in depth uh, because, you know, you know, on paper, uh, speed is important. But when you have the out-of-turn uh, occurrences, uh, it's uh, a lot of different. But this siege and other events just prevented me to play with him. I think I faced him twice 
uh, and it was L2, uh, but mm, not really uh, convinced about him. I will, I will need to test it. I mean, uh, I saw him at L5 once, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. But so talking about this character, right? Incredibly yeah. fast, very good at acceleration. 80% or was it 90% turn meter? 90. If you've got five bleeds on the enemy team and two turns of invisibility, I'm hyped. Yeah, I'm hyped for him. I just want uh, to this uh, Superman event to be done because I can't play anything. Uh, I can test anything because I I'm at my parents, so I don't have that much time to experiment. And I just <laughs> want I just want this event to be open to, to be over uh, so I can play with him uh, in the next days. Uh, I did buy did buy his gems. And uh, I did even gear him to uh, gear nine to start my testing process. I will go gear nine, gear ten, gear eleven. So uh, he seems nice, and I really love his character. I've been, mm, let's say, uh, Michael from our guild, from Alliance, uh, made me notice that he's like uh, Red Robin with his ability to debuff, attack out of turn, and uh, stuff like that. So uh, he was saying to me that he maybe uh, goes lower on the gearing up uh, because of that. Uh, but beside that, he, he really seems nice to me, and his kit is one of the best I've seen. Red are user, usually the one with uh, punch them in the face uh, kit, like Bane or Arrows or whatever. He has a nice kit, he has a lot of stuff to go on and I want to use him with uh, the, the other cheaters. <laughs> you know, speaking of Red Robin, actually, that brings up a very fascinating thing. Buff immunity. Yeah. Man, his buff immunity reaches 100% of the enemy has taunt, which he can force on them. And can we just talk for a second about how absolutely busted buff immunity is in the current meta? Uh, actually, uh, DP, <laughs> since you're such a big fan of Superman who gets tons and tons of buffs whenever anyone gets hit by a crit mm. and also taunts, tell me about how you would feel if every time you wanted to do anything, you just could not. <laughs> that, that, that would make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. it Superman users will get very sad. <laughs> it's my reaction Superman, every time I go. Girl. There's a lot of characters that are going to be really sad. Bane. And no. I mean, thinking about it, right? Between Killer Croc and Batman Beyond, there's an interesting design space that exists right now because with Killer Croc, strength ups are basically a non factor because he just eats them. He can throw out buff immunity, so even buff heavy characters aren't going to be great. He's such an effective magic bullet for the likes of Power Girl and Arcus and really Constantine and anybody that one has to wonder where do they even go from there. But that's enough on Killer Croc. Honestly, he's a paywall character. Who's really going to have him, right? There was one thing I wanted to point out about I've got a mill one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, there's one. No, I'm... <laughs> Go ahead. I want, to, I want to chime in about Killer Croc. There was one thing that I was noticing on the on uh, Reddit. Um, I can't remember who, but I think it was um, Holy Dagnabit, which is uh, uh, Alexi, I think. Um, and, I think so. Yeah. Or someone was pointing out the fact that like he was kind of brought in, and a lot of uh, the way his kit was built to sort of the counter the invisible meta, which was basically Clayface and Red, the Robins and so on. And one thing that they noticed that it kind of uh, it, while it while it does what it's intended to do on a, on paper and on on a basic level, the, in reality, if Clayface is still around, 
most of the time you're hitting Clayface. What happens is you're putting Taunt back on Clayface, which is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> so you keep on hitting Clayface, and you, course, you never get around to hitting the other guys, which is the problem. Do you know what I mean? So it, it ends up being really awkward. So, yeah. But they have to hit you in the in some manner. So there's so much AOE, and uh, because on defense you cannot choose that. Uh, you will just end up uh, being hit by, let's say, okay. power girls open up with uh, uh, air AOE usually. Uh, so does the um, green. That's yeah. the thing. That's the thing about. I mean, if we're talking about power girl teams, but if you think of, let's say, uh, Robin, Clayface, Red Robin, and let's say Bane, for example, right? All those characters, none of those characters have AOE except for Clayface, right? So yeah. what happens is that you, if Clayface hits you, you put taunt on him. If you hit Clayface, he's still taunting, and so on and so forth, right? The other yeah, but there's buff immunity. There's buff immunity on him. You will purge and buff immunity on him. So what do you, you want? Actually, pick up the taunt. Okay, well, I don't know. I, from what, what what people were saying on Reddit was that you end up just hitting Clayface a lot. It's what it's. Yeah, that, that, that's the point. He has the taunt, you will purge him. So thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, well. So, uh, Ogre, um, as someone who's a pretty proficient on using bleed teams, what do you think about him as a sort of uh, physical alteration to the likes of Dr. Poison, who's really, aside from Joker, the only other physical bleeder? Lobo. Uh, Lobo and Red Hood beg to differ, but <laughs> who uses Lobo uh, anymore? That is so. Uh, I do. I do. Lobo is on every single team I have, and I actually just got him to L five. Oh yeah, sweet. Yeah, well, that's why you lose. <laughs> no, no, I lose because I don't play. <laughs> Technically, but uh, play, so what do you think lose. about him though? <laughs> Exactly. Um, I really like Killer Croc. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to the buff immunity aspect of him, and I highly recommend his three as the first upgrade for him if you're going to take at least a legendary one Killer Croc to a bleed team because it is his third move that goes off with his passive. Uh, so passing around the buff immunity is definitely a good thing, and it's purging, those ability, purging the buffs is something that bleed teams has kind of been lacking anyway. So I'm really looking forward to using him. No, that's Besides Red Hood, right? <laughs> I've actually heard arguments for the opposite, saying that you should get three last, because then the taunt stays on them for longer, and you can continue to get more procs. Yeah. But the, the the point is that uh, I was, as I was saying before, Clayface is, and uh, let's say seventy percent of the teams I face, and uh, so you want. Uh, him to be debuffed and there's this with Bane and again there are so many targets you can choose to attack uh, and if if Steppenwolf hey mm, if you notice their pattern uh, I will just open a bracket here uh, if you notice their pattern of sales usually when uh, a two-day sales one sale from one of the featured character uh, appears and I was expecting today to be Steppenwolf because uh, two sales were ending and Steppenwolf didn't appear yet. Uh, but again, beside that, um, if you check his kit, uh, he has the ability to just uh, nullify uh, in a POT style uh, some characters and you want that on uh, Bane or whoever. So I'm, a, I'm with Ogre here and I think that uh, Three is the best one, even though uh, it 
it's like Red Robin because that's what it does. And uh, I, I was considering to get uh, three and one then. Let's talk about that order because I don't like the creatures up in a bleeder. Uh, so I suppose that two and four were the last. So personally, I would go to L4 uh, and so I would go three, one, five. Yeah, I would agree with that. But enough about Credit Croc, as I said. Okay. We got to move on. We time <laughs> Let's talk about some changed characters, a little bit of Nip Tuck. So, Batgirl no longer gives intelligence up when her allies evade. However, it's now changed from a one person heal to a full team heal every time someone evades. They gain crit chance immunity, and everyone starts with three evasion up. What a mess. Oh my uh, goodness, how annoying. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, otherwise she basically fulfills a similar function to Batman Beyond, not in the way that she puts hit chance downs, but in the way that she's a general support, you know, uh, disruptor type with a bit of burst damage. But uh, what do you guys think about this new background? Do you think she's better, worse? Do you think the intelligence up loss is kind of a big deal or? I, I don't think the intelligence up loss is actually a big deal because I don't really think any of the characters that have evasion are intelligence based. Yeah. So uh, the only the only one it only affected the heal. It only affected life wire. And I think is the only. Uh, one. She has evasion and is special damage. She gives herself intelligence. Who cares? Yeah, she doesn't need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I okay, did go. like that. It the intelligence up actually gave them defense against special damage, but there's just so little of it. Yeah. And then, I mean, now that you have Etrican, it's different. But like. There was just so little of it, and it literally only affected the heal mm-hmm. that she offered. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, I, I like her uh, overall. I, I like her. Uh, she's the same issue as uh, uh, Canary and Batman Beyond in Steppy. Uh, but beyond that, uh, she's gross because Air 3 uh, killed on stream my Hetrigan from fully overhealed. <laughs> so <laughs> she does a ton she of has, damage. She does a ton yeah. of damage. Like especially yeah. yeah. Like when when you look uh, at her kit, when you compare it to her previous version, like it's 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 definitely a huge improvement. So and they didn't do too much to it. They just did enough that it made her significantly better. And I think that's that's what they they're trying to do for the rest of the uh, the reworks, right? That's what they said. So they're doing a good job. Yeah. Cool, yeah. Uh, this is uh, gross. I don't have the resources to gear to level them up uh, the rings, especially. Uh, so I just skip there, uh, thinking about uh, next month. But she is so fun. Mm, when I, I, you have to consider her a big threat because the heal, as Doombax made notice, is team wide. So if you start missing, and they always have the stupid Alequin Magister with nine evasion up at start, <laughs> uh, your first turn, whatever you have in your first turn, is buff yourself and pass. Uh, because if you go against uh, Alequin Magister, you will miss. Uh, so I, I just pass on everyone until I get to Steppenwolf, and then I obliterate them. Mm-hmm. But if she kicks <laughs> someone, uh, it's, it's a pain. So it's a nice rework. Just mm-hmm. step in wolf effect. DP thoughts? Do you agree? Yeah, Disagree? Yeah. Uh, like I said, like I think overall the way they reworked her, they just did enough to make her uh, significantly better than she was before, but they didn't go crazy, right? 
Uh, the thing that I like the most uh, about using her now, now that she's been reworked and I'm using her, is her second ability, because she doesn't actually do damage, so kind of like uh, Constantine's first ability, she can purge buff. Yeah. Uh, she always uh, purges buffs off uh, other characters. She puts evasions on herself, um, and that sort of uh, ability sort of works counter against other evaders, right? Or other other characters with counter attacks, and it it all. Uh, DP. So. Yeah? Someone someone in my insight told me that countering counter attackers isn't actually countering them because. <laughs> You don't actually stop them from attacking you normally. You just shut down the other 90% of their kit. That's true. That's fair enough. That, that's not a counter, according to the community. Well, okay, technically the word counter here is not the right word here. But you don't get hit in the face by Arcus or something like that. You know, so. Very true. So, my salt aside. So, we all pretty much agree. Batgirl, fantastic. Very supportive yeah. now. Actually, even more so than she used to be. Let's talk about Black Canary. Fishnets. Still very fashionable. <laughs> that aside, I don't know. I'm really not feeling her new team leader ability. Like, I understand the point of it is that, oh, well, at the end of her turn, she throws a bunch of evasion on people, which I think lasts two turns. And then if everyone has evasion, she can stick some awareness on them if they gain evasion, but only one. The weirdest line in the sand to draw, only one of time can they have awareness. And if they have awareness, they can't get any more. And then past that point, she like throws out her haymaker. It, it makes no sense. Honestly, I don't like it compared to the other one where she was just like throwing evasion on everyone else. But aside from that, her kit's pretty much the same. I think Canary Cry now uh, reduces hit chance instead of crit chance, something like that. Or did it always reduce hit chance? I can't remember. No, no one's ever was, used uh, her. Crit chance. Mm. So she's so pretty good. Change. She's basically like uh, Scarecrow's Fear Gas, only it's a set value instead of randomly from 2 to 4, which is nice. But again, I mean, when you have people like Stefan Wolf around, it doesn't really matter that much. And she's still a uh, assist-calling juggernaut. And actually, considering that there's the likes of Constantine now, I think she's gotten a lot better because her minus 40% turn meter on her basic, if they're not evading, is just mind-blowingly good. And throwing taunt on her when she can call and counterattacks if you miss her is mind-numbingly good. Like, she's all around just such a good character right now. I just don't like that leader. So what do you think, Ogre? Uh, yeah, I, I think she's in a good spot. She's, uh, she definitely got a little bit more interesting. So uh, I'm looking forward to playing with her. I still don't have my legendary, though, so... Mm. Sad about I think that. only, I like... <laughs> I think people uh, have about as much legendary black canary as they do legendary white lantern. So that, that's. <laughs> started, uh, what do you think, DP? Yeah, I, I started farming her when she was in the alliance uh, pack rotations. So I got her, I got her up to legendary recently. But I haven't geared her out mm -hmm. yet, so I haven't actually played with her. But the the one thing I have noticed playing against her uh, is sort of what Ogre brought up in another podcast is that she. Uh, it has a tank class uh, kit, right, or gear set. So she's really hard to kill. <laughs> she she's really beefy. So it's something that you don't really expect when you when you sort of look at these type of characters. You expect them to be sort of like glass cannony. It's just the complete opposite. She hits hard and she can take a hit too. So that's really something to be. Uh, yeah, she reminds me of the evasive Bane. Yeah, yeah. That that's probably a good. 
uh, way to think about it. And it's one of those things that's just weird, right? Just the way, the way you look at certain characters, you don't expect them to be like that. Like, when you look at Bane, you expect them to be tanky. <coughs> but when you when you look at Black Canary, hmm. It's sort of like when I when I when when we saw Etrigan being so fast, I was just really confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking so. of Etrigan, Duloth, what do you think? Um, about Canary, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think uh, you are undervaluing something. Uh, just use her with Constantine, and your opponents are in a world of art because she's the red Captain Cold. She is bonkers uh, because <laughs> she would get so much thermometer up and so much uh, from those evasion that she will retaliate every now and then. Uh, I've I've tested that her a bit, uh, just not that much. Uh, I, I really like her kit. The issue is that Killer Croc is most fascinating, more fascinating to me. But as, as I said, she has more life than Captain Cold. Uh, she's she, she she seems like a better Captain Cold uh, if you can taunt her. And then Constantine, call her turn meter down, move, uh, and call her assist with the vision up. Uh, you give taunt on her. Uh, let's don't publish this podcast, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the secrets under the <laughs> 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 I, I have her at L2. Uh, so I, I for um, I, I had to choose the legendary, and I I I want to go for the one and uh, um, and three because three seems like uh, interesting, and I wanted to build her in a call assist two meter down composition. Hmm. Interesting, interesting. So, final character on the docket. Surprise rework, again, sort of. Superman, <laughs> the most boring character in existence. Still, Can he was almost him? interesting back in the day when he could apply bleeds, even though it didn't make sense. But now all he is is some buff immunity guy. Who cares? Overheals, pshaw. But, <laughs> man... Is he fast right now? He gained, I think, what, eight points of speed, putting him at 122? It's crazy. Surprisingly enough, uh, this actually makes defense of Superman slightly weaker because his taunts don't come yep. through for as long. But it makes offense of Superman, I mean, if you can call it that, he doesn't really do much except for I-beam and punch. Mm. But... Man, he, he can lay some groundwork. He can keep someone stunlocked like no one's business. Also, he's fast enough now that he can make a very, very, very handy counter to Harley Quinn. Turn one, I-beams, no evasion gains. Yeah. What you gonna do now? <laughs> Probably sit there and still evade half the time. You know. <laughs> but uh, as our resident Superman guy, DP, why don't you tell me your thoughts on this speed change? Well, I'll say I'll say a few things about his uh, gear set. The way they they've changed it was a big, big surprise to me because I thought that they were just gonna like tweak his kit a bit. Okay, that like that was to be expected. But then the fact that they put like a whole stats rework, they added more intelligence to him too. Uh, they added more a little bit more strength, uh, speed obviously, and overall HP pool got bigger. Everything got better. So I think there wasn't anything that got worse. So the way that I see it is that he's really really good at setting up 
um, for the rest of your team, like you're saying. So the fact that his heat vision um, puts buff immunity, which is really important, as we were saying before, on certain characters, uh, it'll allow you to set up uh, your plays for the rest of the turn. Like one of the most important characters to deal with right now is Bane, for example, uh, or uh, any of the revivers or like Swamp Thing, for example. So you can put heal immunity and, or buff immunity and, and or buff immunity on the relevant characters, and then the other guys can go that go after can kill them or hit them without worry, right? So that's really really important right now. So I think that the fact that adding that speed on top of the way his kit has been reworked uh, is huge. That's it was it's what probably put him into the top tier. I mean, I wouldn't say maybe the top tier of characters, but he's really up there right now. So, mm. interesting, interesting. Well, I'm bored, so let's go ahead and move on to more interesting. Right. Talking yeah. about Superman just made me tired. <laughs> I, I think Kulak might have something to say about. No, no, no. Don't get me started on this because I will start singing and I will start dancing around the room. <laughs> it, it just awesome. Yeah, I've been playing I lost game before. In him when he lost his blades. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a shame for you, but uh, as a, I will <laughs> cut it short. I was using him before his buff uh, as my leader, um, just because he was a huge midfield. But after that, he's just, uh, uh, you know, we always whine that Dark Side is into the game. Uh, hey, we have a new god here, so it's okay for me. I, I'm <laughs> him, his version of Dark Side. So you, uh... just go on and skip me. <laughs> Are you putting in a lot of work in the Superman uh, PvP? Are you trying to get those fragments? Aren't don't you already have them at L five? No, I know, like no, no, I don't. Right now? <laughs> like I was looking at that. Uh, I was uh, no, I'm like ten, seven, seventeen. Uh, the issue is that uh, I couldn't play for the whole Friday and Saturday. I have him at. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm missing two hundred and fifty six shards. Uh, so top 35 won't do it for me and so I need top 10 and the issue is that the competition is fierce Um, and I don't know why there are so many L5 guys uh, playing into the top I don't know why Uh, just they have it's like in magic they want a dream crush (laughs) yeah but Mm -hmm. I don't know why (laughs) there's no use into the excess shards and the competition again it's fierce dream crush crush. that's all yeah we'll talk about that a little bit later in the next section yeah yeah let's go let's keep it (laughs) alrighty so moving on from the uh, characters selection let's go ahead and bring it on over to you were talking about Superman in the arena, so let's dive into the arena. <laughs> okay. Yeah, perfectly. Go ahead. So uh, let's go ahead and uh, take a quick look at how the March characters have impacted PvP now that they've had a little over a month of playtime. Etrigan is a flipping monster, apparently. I don't have a problem with him, but yeah, me neither. <laughs> apparently, everybody else in the world does. Uh, I just kind of laugh at him, so. Mm-hmm, um, same. That's what camo does. Uh, intelligence-based characters. Yeah. So. I laugh at him uh, with that. My own Etrigan, literally. Yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of the the reason why people are worried or not worried but complaining, I guess, about Etrigan being quote unquote OP is the fact that like most of the people, like if you consider how the meta's been shifting throughout, you know, the last few months. People have been basing um, 
their team compositions around the new characters as they come out, and as they should be, which makes sense. Because that's good character design. The fact that uh, a new character comes out, you want to build a team around them, right? So the mm-hmm. last few months have been all physical-based characters, Clayface being a huge tank, um, Red Robin, and so on and so forth. So the, all these characters... Power Girl. Are, right. They're all physical strikers or tanks, or like they're all based around agility or strength ups. And special damage isn't something that really people uh, were prepared for. And he, here comes a big special damage monster, just ignores all your agility and all that stuff, just rips you apart. So that was, that's probably mm-hmm. the biggest reason why yep. the complaints are sort of like, well, we're not ready for this. What do we do? <laughs> so, yeah, I think. I mean, yeah. you lick the floor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I personally, I personally don't see the problem with him. I handle him just fine. But you also have to keep in mind, I run basically a full mend team. So none of his stuff matters because no one ever dies on my team. <laughs> like He's like, oh, I'm overhealed. I'm swiping twice. And I'm like, damage immunity. Oh, okay, well, thanks for swiping twice. I guess he didn't do anything. He's like, oh, fire card And I'm like, yeah. heal, 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 heal. And then Bane just like steps on him and is like, oh, well. That sucks. Or Swamp Thing will be like, oh, heal immunity. Enjoy being an invalidated character. Yeah. So, so you are one of those guys running Enchantress, Bane, uh, Clayface, and Swamp Thing? Ew, goodness, no. I would never run Enchantress. <laughs> so uh, what did, did the remaining two? Medfill, Mira, Bane, and Swamp Thing. Okay. Medfill. Medfill's good. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, he's, he's actually super good because of a game-breaking bug, but we won't talk about that until they fix it. <laughs> Keep that one Did you guys uh, hear about that? Nope. No. Oh, my God, I didn't tell you guys? Ooh, you're in for some juicy info once we're off the record. <laughs> okay. okay. So we can exploit that and get banned. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's called it's called testing, Dulong. <laughs> <Testing. laughs> All right. So let, let's just move on. We're just doing what the game allows. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, along with Etrigan came Constantine, and honestly, I've had I've had quite a bit of fun with him. I don't know about you guys. Uh, he he enables some really interesting team comps. Yeah, I think. Uh, He's what are y'all's thoughts annoying. on him? Duloff, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Uh, to me, Constantine, uh, comic-wise, in, is in the same ball as Superman. So when I finally saw him, I said, okay, I will spend a bunch of money onto him. And they did the swap with the gems. And uh, I, had, I had two because I needed for the stream by the Machine Man Hunter. Uh, one, but uh, I would have gone crazy on him, uh, so I just got him once, and I have him 12-4 after this PvP weekend. He's crazy good. He just made me play with uh, Doomsday in PvP, which was something that I couldn't play, we couldn't do before. Uh, he enables Lobo, he enables Doomsday. He, he has so many ways to build him up, and you know, um, if you don't use him into the leadership position, uh, one guy was broken with him, the one with the cape and the big ass on the, sc- the chest, uh, yeah, <laughs> damage immunity guy. Yeah, that, that guy <laughs> is just bonkers with him because you will go around stunning people and being, okay, see, so Etrigan, please hit me. I will be a damage immune, so who cares? Just go on. Uh, he is just, just so gross. Uh, one of the best characters there is in 
way long time both for the comic we always wanted him uh, like people are wanting to get Larfreeze or Atrocitus so and they will go crazy when they are out sooner or later and I did went crazy when Constantine was out mm. so that's it he's so nice and a new way to play some composition mm-hmm. Doom what you got for us I like him honestly the fact that both of his attacks can't get counterattacked, and the one attack that can is such a meteor hit that you're just like, whatever's touching <laughs> dies if it touches you. Phenomenal character. And then on top of that, just he's just a big old assist calling machine. Like he's like yeah. Dakota Wonder Woman, but better at what she does. You know, like I mean, I'm not going to talk about Doomsday. Doomsday can enable Doomsday. He's just his own independent rock. You don't need no Constantine. But man, you know who he does enable really well, surprisingly, is, as I said before, Medfill, right? Because Medfill is exactly one speed faster than him. So okay. Medfill puts damage immunity on himself. Constantine taunts him. He soaks up a butt ton of damage. And then Medfill taunts on his turn, carrying over a second turn of taunt plus damage immunity. Oh. It's just, it's ludicrous. It's so fun. Okay, I will give him a gift tomorrow. I will test this. It is super fun. Unless they have like Zatanna or, you know, whoever. But, you know, who uses Zatanna nowadays? Nobody. I don't know why. It's just, uh, I've met her so many Zatanna in this siege event uh, that just destroyed Power Girl. I don't know why they are using her. And POT is a reality, so uh, I don't know if that's bonkers. But again, uh, if I can use Superman against POT, uh, I can use Medfield. So I will test it. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. All right, moving on. DP, you got anything for us? Uh, About Constantine? Yeah, I I, I like Constantine just because, uh, like, the way his kit is, it, it has so many different elements to his kit, so he can fit into so many different compositions. That's the most interesting thing I like about him he's so versatile so you can put him in a bleed comp you can put him in assist comp you can put him in a special damage team you can put him like everywhere and he's a great leader awesome yeah I like him in the debuff team with Scarecrow yeah that yeah there's so much there's so much that he can work with it's just ridiculous I really like him uh, just the concept the concept is really unique I think yeah yeah Yeah. he's just so (laughs) my computer just like froze for like a, a split second there uh i'm not sure what happened there so there, <laughs> i'm not sure what the last thing i heard was uh do a lot starting to talk about constantine and then it just froze oh yeah what, what oh what, don't worry about it yeah okay <laughs> you'll yeah. hear it in post recording yeah well no well I, no that's no, the thing if it's not yeah. recording Oh, it's not recording right yeah, now? My computer froze yeah. for like a split second there. So Okay, so we're off the record? No, no, no. It's a, yeah. no we're, we're still recording now, but I mean, there was like a skip. Anyways. We lost some uh, moment. It was, yeah. it, was, it, was, yeah. it was blanked out for like about uh, 30 seconds, maybe. Oh, oh no. It's okay. Way to go, DP. Let, let's just move on. <laughs> next, next on the <laughs> Moving on. March characters. So in addition to the new characters that we had in March, we also had, or sorry, we had one other new character, Martian Manhunter. Uh, he doesn't see a whole lot of play currently. Boo-hoo. 
Uh, he, I still like his kit. I don't know why people don't like him. I like so. him because because just go. I will. I will be the last one. Go on. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll start us off then, because I actually have some remarks about this guy, but only a few. Uh, Martian Manhunter to me feels a lot like Assault Warsuit Lex from the very beginning of the game. Someone uh, everyone fought for, and some people even did unethical things for, <laughs> and now no one uses them. And it's like, well, that was fun. Fist fighting a hundred other alliances for some shards of a character no one uses. But man, he's actually really good. I used him on this one team. What was it? It was like Martian Manhunter, Poison Ivy, I think Constantine was in there, and uh, Defender Justice. And I basically just was like, oh, well, chunk awareness, put awareness on DOJ. She spreads it around. By the end of it, I think I had like 54 awareness on everyone that wasn't DOJ. <laughs> Good Lord. So he's he's got some really gimmicky stuff. And I think his kit's okay. It's just like, you know... He's a character who canonically is on par with Superman in a lot of ways. Yep. You know, he's Love like there. he's like running around fist fighting <laughs> Green Lantern for laughs, and it's like, you know. Don't go there. He, why does he do no damage? <laughs> yeah. But you know, he, here's the thing. I mean, I get the the complaints about people saying how he's not very, you know, good damage wise. But I think that the way you have to think about him is that like his kit is designed in a way that you shouldn't really be looking at him toward uh, in terms of damage. Kind of, he kind of looks feels like Ivy, but in my opinion, um, he's more of like a special special version, a special damage version or an intelligence based version of of uh, Hal Jordan Green Lantern, right? So that's it, right? His kit is very similar to Hal's in most ways. He has a call assist basic. He's got a third that purges and stuns sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> it's not a guaranteed stun, but, you know, whatever. He's got a way to protect himself and buff through his buff, right, which enables the rest of his kit. So he's very much in the same line as Hal Jordan. The only difference is that his leadership is quite different, uh, whereas Hal Jordan gives uh, shields to everybody. He gives uh, awareness to everybody, which is similar in some ways, but arguably can be better or worse, depending on what the team composition is, right? So the way, mm -hmm. I, the way I think of it is that you have to sort of build with him in mind, uh, like with the rest of your team, sort of the same way. So you're not going to throw Green Lantern, Hal Jordan, to every team. You're going to put him in the teams where he's... There are needed. people that do. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, you could. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but he they're there to enable certain things, right? They're enablers. They're not like there to be the, uh, the, the damage dealers. So... They're there to help your damage dealers uh, get to where they need to get, or they're, help, they're there to help sustain the rest of your team, right? So, I mean, you have to look at him in that way. And if you if you think of it that way, he does a great job as a support and as a leader. So I think he's a good character. Just sad that he doesn't see enough play. Okay, I will go briefly. Uh, skipping the... Uh, uh, ogre, sorry, go. No, no, I wasn't saying anything. Okay, uh, no, I, I think that, okay, uh, it's really nice. Uh, the one thing that I didn't want to see, it was seem to be available so soon because uh, it makes the whole competition move uh, because you can just uh, don't compete, don't spend gems and then throw a bunch of money in the game and buy him and have him L5. That's the only thing that I don't like of him. Mm -hmm. uh, beside that, as Daniel said, he's a 
different Al Jordan, which is something that you have to compare him to. And I really like the ability to have him at L3 because I got my last shards today. Um, is nice. The issue is Aliquid Magister. So when there is an Aliquid Magister on the other side, you want Steppenwolf, or maybe you want Al Jordan because you want to play the game and don't get enraged. That's all. Uh, and that's the reason I'm not using it him a lot because Aliquid Magister is so boy. Mm-hmm. Please remove the enrage or give us better way to remove the enrage. Um, Beside that, uh, he is a nice one to have. Uh, he was practically free if you were in top 100. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a discussion we went over last month. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, yeah. so uh, moving on, I guess. Yeah. So. This one thing. Yeah. Ogre. Hello. The user you've called is momentarily not available. Please call him back in a few. Oh, Ogre. <laughs> Ogre died. What happened to Ogre? Oh. No, Sorry. my phone disconnected me from Discord. This is actually the second time now. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, we were talking about. Uh, I, I don't know what's mo- going on. Moving on. Moving on to Swamp Thing. Yeah, uh, Swamp Thing's everywhere. Go figure. He's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he enables a lot of different team comps, uh, surprisingly. Uh, my personal favorite is the Enchantress Bane Swamp Thing. Uh, Clayface used in Hero Challenges. I, I love to use it in Hero Challenges. Don't get, don't get, don't get like that. I do it in Hero Challenges. I don't do it in PvP. Because they're only like year nine for the most part. It's acceptable. So, But even at gear nine, they're still able to complete all the Hero Challenge because they're just there's yeah. so many extra attacks flying everywhere. Yeah. So that's why I, I was laughing my butt off the entire time. If you ever watched that video, watch. it's definitely fun to watch when when that happens, though. So, yeah, yeah but, uh, especially when you want quick fights, uh, ten thousand random attacks. No, please stop, 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 stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, so uh, I also I love him because he's a bleeder. I stuck him on the bleed teams as my uh, reliable heal immunity. Mm-hmm. So. He's also a pretty good healer, surprisingly. So, um, anything real quick, guys? We're kind of running over on time here. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll chip in because I use him a lot on my team, my main team. Man, permanent mend on Bane is stupid good. But <laughs> outside of that, uh, just the fact that he just became, he got what I would like to call now the Bane treatment. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where. WB was like, hmm, here's this obnoxiously slow character. How can we make him viable? And then they're like, oh, let's just make him attack literally all the time. (laughs) Yeah. And it works. It's so weird that it's a working process, but it has yet to fail. They are two for two. Yep. Yeah. Now they just need to do it for Sinestro. (laughs) Camo. Yeah, camo. They can just get rid of camo. No one camo get attacks randomly in between turns. If, oh my god! Camo gloop. Like quit the game. It's too sad. This is scary. You know, you know someone I'd like to attack between turns. Hatrigan. He shouldn't be so broken, right? Uh, if he randomly attacks guys, 
You know who I don't want to attack in between turns? Solomon Grundy. That man is slow, but they better not give him that. Oh, my God. All right. That would be awesome. Last we work. All right, anyway, so. we've got Jessica Cruz, who is very similar to Deathstroke, Martian Manhunter, and Constantine. They all kind of care about your allies dying. Uh, she doesn't get enough love, but she actually does quite a bit of damage for what she does. Uh, so, real quick, what do you guys think? Just yeah. cruise. You're right. She is just like Deathstroke. No one uses her anymore. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> the issue is the three-star system, but we'll talk about it later, so I don't think it's uh, the moment to talk. Uh, she's good, but the issue is that uh, Revivers doesn't count to your score. And as the three-star system is right now, there's no incentive in using her. I would have used her a lot more, uh, but sh- there's just no incentive in doing that. Hmm, fair enough. DP? Yeah. yeah, there's not much too much to say about her. I think she her kit, her rework was, was well done. She does a lot better. She does a lot more than she did before, obviously. Uh, but it's sad that she doesn't see enough play. I think that, like, I'm going to... I'm playing around with special damage teams, so she's going to be a part of that uh, going forward. I'm probably going to gear out my other green special damage characters before her, but she's on that list. Like, I'll probably do um, Captain Cold and uh, maybe Killer Frost or someone before her. But she's she's there. She's in contention as someone I'm going to gear. <laughs> like, I have her at gear 10, so getting getting to gear 11 is not that far of a stretch. So, that's all. All right. Fair enough. Well, that sounds right. All, all right. right. So what's next? Real quick. Health of the meta. Seems pretty healthy to me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pretty good. I, I can't complain about it. it. Like, there's actually a good variety of, of compositions around right now. So Lots of variety. Yep. Best has ever been. You can play whatever you want right now. Yep. Definitely. Best yep. it's ever been for a long time. It's exactly where the game should be. Kudos to yeah. I feel like it, uh, stretching things out. I feel like it suffers from a common problem where, like, yeah, there's a lot of variety, but you're still kind of forced into the same general three or four characters like if you're not running harley quinn or stefan wolf or like two other characters you know you're kind of getting shunted down by the people who do but if you run one of those characters yeah you can run whoever you want and it'll work heck just recently i ran like assault war and i won fine well i know you do i don't run any of those characters (laughs) really you don't run swamp thing I run Swamp Thing. Well, there you not go. very often, surprisingly. Okay. Guys, I was running <laughs> Superman, Power Girl, Constantine, and Etrigan. But uh, Etrigan does count to the OP character, right? Uh, and it, I was just beating everyone. And then Swamp Thing rework. Uh, I, I was using him. I didn't want to use Swamp Thing uh, because it was not a weak character for the Alliance. So I didn't level him up. It was level... Uh, after his weak reward is just it took the place from Constantine. So uh, the team is gross, and I always swap. I always swap it um, when there is an Aliquid Magister on the other side, only because of the enrages. Uh, because I don't have any good purger. That's all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so PvP is so fun to play right now. Yeah, I mean it's 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 great. I love that I can just run a full min team and just roll over people. Yeah. but it just—I don't know. I'm excited to see where they take it next month because, as I said with Killer Croc, they're in an interesting spot of design space, and I want to see what they do about it. Okay, let, mm-hmm. let's let's move things along because we got we gotta get going. 
Yeah, we got a lot yeah, to yeah. go yet. Yeah, we have a lot to get <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, so uh, before I actually turn it over to anybody else uh, for Dulov and his commentary, uh, just I don't really have any predictions for the future metas. Uh, I assume everything's going to continue going the way it has been. New characters will come in. They'll start getting used. People will like them or not like them, depending on whatever they have. And we'll go from there. Uh, I personally see Killer Croc being a bigger impact than Batman Beyond at first, mm-hmm. and then Batman Beyond picking up after that. Uh, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I uh, just real quick, we did, yeah. go ahead. Uh, about April characters, I think that um, going forward, if we compare it to other months, new characters or reworked characters, I don't feel that they're going to be as impactful as previous months, whereas like every new character has like sort of shifted the meta a little bit every time. Uh, I think this time Killer Croc might uh, make a difference uh, dealing with invisible teams, dealing with uh, certain strategies, but it's not going to be like meta shifting. I think it's more going to be like ways to help answer the meta, but it's never going to be like this character has just taken over. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. So it's, you're yeah, basically I, I, saying that it's going to be like uh, Supergirl, where she was brought in to answer yeah. the meta, not become the meta. I mean, yeah, that's a good comparison. Probably something like that. Mm-hmm. Meta broadening. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, and then just real quick, we did get new uh, PvP content. Cool. We got the uh, mm-hmm. Blitz and Weekend Siege. So we've had our first couple of uh, events roll through. Uh, they're definitely interesting. So mm-hmm. uh, the rich get richer. I'm sure, I'm sure you all know the the system by now. I'm not going to go over because we're running short on time. Uh, just real quick, the uh, Superman anniversary siege does have Doomsday board clear. Uh, there's various amounts of Superman shards on the line, along with some legendary essence. Uh, it's also interesting that the Blitz and Siege have 38 battle essence as the reward. Do you guys know why? Uh, no. What is the why? It's because of the uh, go on DP. It's because the first Action Comics was released in June 1938. Ooh. There you go. <laughs> it's good to know. <laughs> I have it in front of me. And there's for the day. <laughs> Take that to Jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> I could be the next Ken Jennings. <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far. <laughs> if they had a Magic the Gathering topic, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so let's, uh, all right. let's get on to the meat of the PvP discussion. Go ahead, Mr. Duloff. Okay, as I will keep it short because we are thinking around out of time. So the point is that uh, the current PvP system doesn't allow um, you to, to use with proficiency uh, the revivers because you know if you end up with your uh, Constantine, Doomsday, Lobo, and Red Robin team uh, ending up with all of them uh, alive, uh, even though if they died, let's say once each time, uh, there's no point in using that team. So it's not fun. But the big issue uh, is the um, the difference of points you get by fighting your opponent. And this, this special case I'm bringing up is one of the most aggravating one. So uh, we have to understand how the, the scores are given. Because when I fight hate mail, I get him as a 6-9 at best, okay? Uh, and I am, like, let's say, one guy with um, 15 guys at uh, gear 11 and, uh, let's say, 10, 20 at 60, okay? Oh, is there? And he fought me on, uh, on stream 
and I was to him an 814. So it should be 36. I should be 36 for him because it's easier for a whole. He just posted this roster and he has everyone at gear 70. So, you know, this this is something. (laughs) Yeah, except for Joker. Uh, So this is something that this shouldn't happen. Uh, And the solution to that is the one they are using it to blitz. Just give us a static 3-9 system uh, where every star means something. Because, um, and you don't, if you are a gear hate guy and you want to meddle into the big leagues, uh, you know what, what are you going against? Because the guys in gear 11 and gear 10 will just autoplay you and we get three star in one second. Uh, so I suppose the, the issue is the one that I showed up one second before. And after this podcast is uh, um, available to everyone, I will do a Reddit post about it. Um, and that's the power system that's broken right now. And the solution is just give us the blitz three star system and please 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 fix the thing that the three star are counted at the end of the fight uh because we have so many ways right now to shut down deathstroke and lobos and revivers Zwan thing healing immunity red healing immunity superman healing immunity and mira they are all available they are or free-to-play character, or character in Red Alert, or character that had a Blitz for Superman and an heroic challenge for Mira, and she was even a board clear reward, if I remember correct. So mm-hmm. everyone has healing immunity now. You can shut down Lobo for good, and he has the three uh, possibility to rest up. So it's been nerfed hardly. I don't like that nerf, but that's not uh, something to talk about. Uh, so please fix the three-star system uh, that so it counts at the end of the fight and give us the 3-9 system, static one, uh, which I was advocating on Reddit uh, on the regular run. It would be so good. Mm, I'd be inclined to agree. I mean, especially considering that Deathstroke himself got nerfed so hard. Yeah. His buffs only last two turns. He's not even a problem anymore. As I said, like with Jessica Cruz, like I've seen maybe a few death strokes around my ranking of about fifteen hundred, because you know I don't play PvP and like I just run over them. I run two mystics and they're not even tanky mystics against a full physical team. <laughs> He's not even an issue. So yeah, I agree. Honestly, the fact that they're still deducting stars for people who revive is just asinine to me. I think that honestly. If you're going to count them at the end of the game, count them at the end of the game. Don't count their deaths. Yeah, I agree. Okay, cool. Um, so just to summarize, what you guys are saying is that basically uh, if someone dies, uh, you shouldn't count them like the number of deaths. You should count uh, who's left standing at the end of the battle. Yes, yes. right. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, cool. Moving on. Uh, All right, that's... moving on. Yeah. Or are, are you done? Yeah. No, I am done. If you want to talk about the blitz, uh, oh, we just did. We just we glossed over that real fast. <laughs> okay, so I, the the Superman blitz is just uh, crazy hard to fight for. I'm ranked at 17, and people are going crazy. Uh, before uh, it's just gross. And the gem one, um, 
I went uh, 19 for the first one and top, I think, uh, 1,500, uh, uh, so, you know, at that, that point. Uh, and I got the same reward. But the nice thing about those kind of events is that allow people like me that stream to get out on par or even uh, with a small margin of uh, gain because, you know, if you stream for five hours, uh, you have to spend gems and you get nothing in return uh, because I don't accept donation. I don't do something like that. Um, and so the, the ability to get back that kind of money uh, allows you to go on and on. And that's something that I really liked and I appreciated. And after this Superman event is done, I will just thank Stanner and the group uh, <laughs> in some way. Cool. Yeah, I'm hoping they bring it back. Now, the thing that's interesting to me, and I'll just add this in really quick, the concept <laughs> of boosted characters that they did this time around, I yeah. like it. Now, mind you, yeah. I don't like that they boosted Superman and Power Girl. They don't need it. But <laughs> the fact that they gave uh, Survival Suit Lex a boost is just, you know, and Sinestro gets a boost and all that jazz. I really like that, that they're taking really slow, underutilized characters who perhaps need a fix or two and giving them the stats to fight on par. Excellent job. Phenomenally done. You know what they can do? Make alliance matter. Because they, they don't have any good way uh, in the game to do that. Uh, because they have to rework the whole game. Let's say you have a full Justice League team. Uh, and they get bonuses with each other. But they can say... In the normal PvP, so nothing changes. Let's say this is Justice League week. Every guys in the Justice League will get buffed uh, in the normal PvP. Uh, so you are, let's say, uh, incentivized to use those kind of guys. This is Injustice week. This is Secret Society of Villains week. This is a Green Lantern week. So your character will get boosted. And that's really nice. Uh, it's something that I'd like to... Because they will uh, lean you to use those underutilized character, uh, it's it was really nice. And it's, you know, it's what I was thinking actually, not to interrupt, uh, but to add on to that point, they should also maybe consider boosting the characters needed for PvP on Alliance days, because then people who have like undergeared or underutilized characters that they don't normally use cannot have them be dead weight on those days. But go ahead, keep going. That, 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 yeah, yeah that, that would be an idea. I was just thinking uh, on the larger scale because you want... Uh, I'm, I want I'm playing MSF too, and you will know there are some interaction between, let's say, the city guys or the Avengers guys or whatever. And I want something here. But to do that right now in the game means that we have to have DCL 2.0. And I don't think they will go in deep about that uh, because they, they have to rework everyone. We'll talk about uh, that but later. if they can... <laughs> yeah? We'll talk about that more in the next but, half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if it can, they can do, let's say, um, as I said, uh, with the Alliance guy, which is buffed, or as you said, the PvP one guy that has, that are buffed, they can do it just weak. Uh, this is, a, let's say, mm, I think that they will start with, let's probably Detective Comic Week, I suppose. Mm, what do you think? And then every Batman <laughs> family guy is buffed. Uh, 
and then there will be let's say a super family week well, like the one well what you're saying is not 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 to sort of interrupt you but i, I think that's what they're going to do with the sieges because uh because superman is just yeah. an example of what they're going to do right so the the superman one shows that everything's superman themed so i'm guessing that most of the sieges will be themed towards something in that vein so it could be Batman related, Flash related, Lantern related. Yeah, uh, but the point is that they saved. Sorry if I interrupt. They said that the uh, siege and blitz are uh, something they are testing for April for Superman event thingy, and I don't know how much they are proposing those in the future. So I don't know if it's a one-time thingy. It would be a shame. Oh, it's, it's, hey, it's not going to be a one-time I mean, thing. I don't think. Yeah, they they made too much money for it to be a one-time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that uh, I want to pose the question right now because I will forget later on. Uh, but we when we can talk about it uh, into the lame talk part. But why chemo is considered Superman family? Wasn't he, wasn't he in Superman? One of the yes, comics? yes, yes. It's in Infinite Crisis, Crisis, yeah. and so on. But it's like more of a general. Uh, um, metal man or whatever uh, enemy it's it's like you gave even john jones he is a superman related guy but it's not buffed it's just in that, that same realm so i mean you could stretch for a lot of superman characters too i mean technically batman would be yeah. a superman character but yeah i, mean, I, I, I mean, wouldn't have i think chemo is there just because they love ogre yeah, Ogre's kind of their favorite child. I'm not going to lie, I was going to say that. But I mean, Superman threw chemo into space. It, it counts. Yeah. <laughs> but that's enough about that. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, yeah. I think Camo's last appearance actually was in Super Sons, too. So. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. Okay. Wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't read all the. I, I saw the, uh, the screen cap that uh, Chrombopulous Michael put up of. Uh, Robin, Robin, show, uh, going on the computer, show or going on um, their supercomputer, showing chemo popping up, and Superboy's like, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah, and then Robin's and like, like, "Oh, it's a like, uh. <laughs> yeah." Robin's yeah. like, "Oh, hey, look, an unviable character," and then Superboy's like, "Who me?" <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> and about that, Michael just threw up an interesting team, which I tested, and uh, uh, you can do that today. Or, And it's Superman, Power Girl, Superboy, and Constantine. And Superboy <laughs> is gross, because he attacks like 10,000 times. Cool. Test it, it's fun. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it would be gross if he didn't do, like, five damage every attack. But... <laughs> you don't care. You stun everyone. He attacks thrice and stun everyone every turn. All right. Yeah, but I have swamp things, so and none of that damage matters. <laughs> <laughs> he attacks eight hundred times. I attack once, and then heal all of it back. But again, neither here nor there. Anyway, moving anyway, on. That was a long time. <laughs> Let's blaze through this last part really quickly. Yeah, I will shut uh, up about this part. So go. On. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask opinions on the rest of this. I'm just going to blurt it out, and we're going to skip ahead. Right. <laughs> New PVE content. We've got. April Hero Challenges, Wonder Woman Champion of the Amazons, Jessica Cruz, both viable characters, do them if you can. Batman Beyond, 10-day challenges, do it if you can. Apparently the dialogue was cut a little bit short. There has been a few bug fixes and changes as of recently, as of March 29th, I believe. Uh, they fixed counterattacking bug of various characters, including Power Girl, attacking invisible characters. They fixed various debuffs and buffs, applying bugs. 
not applying uh, correct amount. Uh, various characters no longer apply debuffs on misses. Uh, 1.19 update. Various fixes to several characters, notably Constantine's basic now always applying debuffs on miss. Etrigan's overheal visual bug. Clayface losing buffs when assisting. That was a big bug. Uh, there's been fixes to red alerts. Backwards facing teams. So you will no longer fight your own team. Hopefully. Um, the cheat death mechanic is still bugged so that you will occasionally get defeated when a uh, clay face or Catwoman or uh, penguin or somebody cheats death and uh, you get defeated randomly, even though your characters are all still standing. Uh, there's also possibly been a stealth buff to Mara's damage immunity now lasting three turns sometimes. Yeah. It- Doom, can I confirm that one? Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that off the record. It plays into another big thing. But yes, that is a thing. <laughs> All right, passing it on to DP. DP, you got five minutes, go. All right. So uh, going through Shop Talk, there wasn't too much to talk about, but there was one fun thing to talk about. Uh, so for the month of April, we had uh, the changes to the PvP packs and arena packs, as we usually do. We have uh, Huntress and Terra added to PvP packs, which is uh, interesting. Uh, Huntress has been in and out of PvP packs, PvP packs a lot, so I'm not really sure you know, how many more... Uh, Hunter shards we need, but okay. Um, we have they unfortunately had to remove Champion of the Amazon, but that's also because she got she's getting her six day event or she got her six day event, and they put in uh, Hawk. Sorry, they removed Hawk Girl from the uncommon pack or uncommon slot to replace with Terra. Uh, then in the uh, sorry the arena packs. Wait, it wasn't the arena. The alliance alliance packs. Oh, yeah, the alliance packs. I I, I miswrote that one. So the alliance packs they added. Um, Emerald Archer Green Arrow, uh, Poison Ivy, and Deadshot Hired Gun. Uh, unf- and then they removed <coughs> Batgirl um, for obvious reasons this month. Uh, Black Canary for also obvious reasons. But then they also removed Raven. Uh, kind of bummed me out. I wanted more shards of Raven, but oh well. Um, then Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to just throw this out there right now mm-hmm. uh, as a prediction. The removal of Raven... And uh, what's next month, May? Uh-huh. Uh, Titans. Doesn't the Titans show come out? Uh, yep. Okay, so maybe Raven will get a rework or something like that. Dun, dun, dun. There you go. Cool. We might have a Titans month coming next month. Cool, cool. Just no, I won the lanterns. <laughs> <laughs> well, we- you know what? Hate mail will fight you for Starfire, so. <laughs> I don't care about Starfire, don't worry. That's why, that's why he's <laughs> Anyways, so the, the fun thing that I wanted to point out was what we kind of went over in, in the last podcast, I think, was the the April Fool's pack. Wait, no, it wasn't the last <clears throat> podcast. The last podcast was March. So the April oh. Fool's pack was... Uh, <laughs> glorp, glorp, glorp. The, uh, the Ogre's Our Favorite Child pack. I remember that one. <laughs> <laughs> so long story short... there was Don't be jelly. There was, a, there was a bunch of chemo packs, and if you bought them in order, you start off with one essence, uh, which uh, gives you some PvP energy and some other stuff, uh, and which the next pack requires PvP energy to buy, then the next pack requires PvE energy to buy, and so on and so forth. So at the end, if you bought them all in order, for one essence, you get plus two PvP energy, plus 20 PvE energy, and plus 200 gems, and a bunch of chemo shards. <laughs> so, you know, for it one essence... It was like 50 shards. Know, yeah, so you, you end up getting a lot of stuff uh, for one essence. So it was it was a nice, fun uh, uh, surprise, I guess you can say. So yeah. there's no reason. A, for you a fantastic show of favoritism. Hopefully, they do more in the future. 
All right. So with that being said, we'll move on from the shop talk to community watchtower. Um, just briefly, uh, let's talk about being YouTubers because uh, as the reason why we have uh, Duluth on uh, today is because he's been making a better, a bigger name for himself. So uh, congratulations on getting your uh, YouTube channel set up with the proper URL, <laughs> which is uh, if you can tell us. Uh, it's the Duluth experience. I couldn't shorten it. Sorry. There you go. So just like uh, just like our channel, it's always the new channel URLs are youtube.com slash C and then slash that yeah. that uh, that name. The name. The Duluth experience. Yes. There you go. So uh, being YouTubers, I guess, uh, or streamers in general, like what does that mean to you? So, I mean, before we go, we'll, we'll throw it over to, to Duluth. Um, Ogre. Uh, and Doom have uh, been making content. Uh, well, Ogre has been making the most of the content. I've been making some, and Doom's been adding on recently too, with his uh, Mentastic Adventures. If you guys uh, have been watching those, <laughs> so first the the other two Osmen, what do you guys think about being YouTubers? What does that mean to you? Uh, I mean, I was already a YouTuber before this, so I mean, it's most <laughs> of the same. But Ogre's bleed teams were stinking up the channel, so I thought I'd throw in some sophisticated <laughs> mend teams to help balance it out. <laughs> uh, don't worry, I don't take offense. What does it mean to you, Ogre? <laughs> How does it mean to, uh, what does okay. it mean to you? First and foremost, I, I want to apologize to my fans, our fans. Uh, I haven't been putting up stuff recently. I've had a lot of stuff going on in my personal life. Uh, I won't get into it here, but uh, I will get back into creating content. Don't worry. It's all good. Uh, on a more regular basis, again, um, Kemo will still face off against the world. It will still happen. <laughs> um, so, And I'm actually looking forward to bringing the Bane, Bane train along as well at some point. I like, that, point. I like so, that name, uh, too, the Bane train. <laughs> no pain, yeah. no, 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 uh, no gain. Is it, was, was that it? No Bane, no gain. Yep. No Bane, okay. no gain. Um, but uh, it's it's been a really exciting experience for me. I mean, it, it's one of those things that I didn't realize I had fans. <laughs> you know? Oh, oh so, yeah. Ogre's uh, WB's favorite child, Ogre, doesn't realize that people like him. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay, Ogre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that, that, that's Lex. <laughs> so, for me personally, because of the two of you, uh, because Ogre started off with Bleed, then uh, Doom started uploading fantastic stuff, I, I also started putting up my own series with uh, special damage teams. I call it Smarty Pants. So, the idea is there, it's because everyone's based around intelligence in some way, some shape or form. So, I think that like everyone's just sort of doing their what they like to do, and they like to express themselves on YouTube. So, I think that's what's important for all of us. And then each of us have our own sort of uh, separate fans like everybody loves Ogre <laughs> and then Doom has his following apparently from, uh, from Reddit and from the rest of the community and I'm sort of like more this niche little, little subcategory <laughs> uh, but, yeah, yeah just learn. yeah it's been fun it's, 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 it's been fun so far so I hope uh, we can uh, make more content for everyone so so let's move it on to Duluth what, what does it mean to be a streamer or a YouTuber Okay, uh, I thought that as a 40-year-old guy, uh, it was strange. Um, and I started uh, streaming for Hearthstone long ago, but ju it just didn't uh, uh, start off because I, I think it did twice or four or five times. And then um, iOS was an update and allowed me to stream so easily. And that's something that is 
bot um let's say something uh, that's incentivizing me to play the game and it's keep pushing me uh, into let's say an obligation into the follower because you have to keep shelving off content uh, and information and one thing that i didn't realize is that um sometimes so, um what i think is let's say the basic uh it's not well known knowledge uh let's use as a sample the legendary quest for the red dollar uh many people <laughs> thanked me because they didn't know that you could just start the quest and drop out because when their best team uh, got annihilated let's say on uh, node 4 uh, they couldn't go on and they will lose the legendary quest. And if you just go there and sacrifice guys up to the third fight, you will complete that legendary quest every day, uh, which is important. So the one thing that I love the most from being a new YouTuber is the ability to provide information to the masses and uh, let's say enlighten them in something that... Uh, they may not know. And one more thing that I like is that uh, I've discovered that playing some strange, stupid composition with uh, Constantine and the one Doomsday, as I said before, or the Superman team I loved to play, uh, was enjoyable by the community. So uh, it's something that you that you get from that. Uh, it's, it's lovely. Uh, the issue is that maybe your wife or girlfriend or whatever you have in your life, child, uh, may suffer from it because you have to <laughs> dedicate time to that. And maybe I prepare, sometimes I prepare my content uh, while we are, let's say, um, watching a movie or because I can multitask. Uh, watching a movie, maybe I record some fights. And sometimes when you have to add a commentary or let's say run particular videos or the um, the basic experience a series have started, you have to dedicate, let's say, three or four hours to that. And again, uh, sometimes you have to compromise because uh, you have a life outside the game and I have a job outside the game. Uh, if YouTubing or Twitching or whatever could, have, could be my main job, uh, and I could, let's say, leave out of it, I will probably enjoy it more. Uh, but uh, as a side thing, uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's a constraint you have to calculate when you are mm, wanting to live your life. So it's both, uh, let's say, blessing and uh, a curse. It's a yeah. hindrance. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, but it's it's been nice. I definitely feel you. It's part of the reason why I don't put as much content up as the other guys do. Um, me from my point of view I'm really busy all the time I'm working all the time but at the same time I'm gaming and working at the same time too at work <laughs> but uh, <laughs> in terms of making content because to, to be a streamer or to be a YouTuber you actually have to sit down in front of your computer and dedicate time and put time aside for that right so that's like a set yeah. amount of time out of your day that's already for this it's invested into that Yeah. so you can't just multitask and do that at the same time right so I, nope. I, get, I definitely get where you're coming from Okay, cool. But, yeah. you know, as long as it's well acclaimed, it's okay. At least yeah. I have get something back of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a... Not to cut in about non-YouTube-based stuff. It's kind of the same thing with the whole insights thing. 
because yeah. like those take me a decent amount of time. I know I joked around and I'm like, oh, these take me like five minutes to write. No, it takes me like two or three hours to get everything done and think up the right puns. So, <laughs> but you know, and the songs and the rhyming. <laughs> and that's not something I could just whip out and do while I'm on the road, you know, like. I could do it while I'm at work. I think last time, what, what was it, Constantine? I got like halfway through the insight and I had to dip out because my boss was coming. Ugh, <laughs> what a mess. Yeah. But, oh yeah, I definitely do it more just for the community's sake because if I could just live off of doing that, oh yeah, I'd love to live off of just doing insights every so often. Yeah. But as it happens, I just like it when people are like, oh, I learned something new today or Wow, that was yeah. a terrible pun. I never want to read this again. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely understand what you're talking about when it comes to time constraints. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know. So, if, if that's all you do, let's move on to the Q&A and wrap this section yeah. up. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I don't want to take some long. It's all good. Uh, so, questions from the community on uh, DCL-related topics. Uh, hate mail asked a couple of questions. First one says, can you explain the difference, uh, the different gear sets and what buffs who and when? Uh, for example, I still don't understand Harley Quinn Magister. Uh, does she gain power from strength ups, intelligence ups, or what? Is her damage physical, special, or both? And his second question is, when are raids coming to DCL? <laughs> so let's, let's talk about uh, the first one. Well, I can answer the first one pretty easily because I actually did an entire expose on what the different stats mean. Mm -hmm. uh, Currently, it used to be actually that some characters had mixed damage, i.e. chemo, who was really weird. But uh, now all damage is separated into two separate distinct classes, being special damage and regular damage. Now, normally if a character just deals physical damage, it won't say special damage anywhere on their kit. If it does say special damage, then they tend to use special damage abilities, exceptions being like Superman whose uh, heat beams are the only special damage. Joker, who I think has Joker toxin as his special. But generally, no, all characters... All special, I think, now. Uh, generally, as a general rule... I think role, after the rework, they're all special. I'm not sure. You're talking about mm. Joker crime? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Because I know his punch is still physical damage, but I think the rest of it's special. Okay. But generally, as a rule uh, of thumb, if the character says special on it, then they usually have a fully special kit. And if they don't, it's usually a fully physical kit. Yeah. There's there and uh, Harley Quinn specifically benefits from physical stuff. Yeah. So just just to specify on Harley Quinn, and then also another character sort of fits a weird description. Uh, so as Doom said, that she's all physical in terms of how she does her damage. The only thing about Int uh, down on her kit is sort of a it's sort of a cute part of her kit because it's it's uh, sort of that whole big dummy aspect, that whole like uh, like her character from the from the comics. She, the, if you think about it, it's kind of irrelevant to her uh, because she doesn't do special damage, but she does do more damage based on the number of int downs on the character. So she indirectly does more damage, or I guess directly, um, <coughs> for that for the moves that care about int down, right? But uh, it benefits other characters who do special damage. So if you pair her with a special damage team, then... Like Joker, Clown, Prince of Crime. There you go. Or Firestorm. There you go. Or Etrigan. <laughs> so, well, the, re go. the reason that I point out Joker, Clown, Prince of Crime is that both of their kits actually synergize very well. Yep. Yeah. He cares about Enrage. She cares about helping him out. Like, they play really well together. Yep. Go figure. So it's like they were designed that way. 
The one another character sort of boggles me my mind. I brought this up on on Reddit a while ago. Was Mirror Master. So he's got a, I guess you could say, an intelligence-based kit, right? He's a special damage uh, gear set, sorry. His gear set is special yes. damage. But a lot of his moves do regular damage. So, um, and I actually yes. brought, I, I brought this up um, specifically about his AoE, because it looks like his AoE is only regular damage. The only move in his kit that does special damage is his basic, which is gated. So... Uh, yeah. Actually... Both his AOE and his basic gain special damage from the legendary upgrades, which is weird because you you would you should say that it is. AOE. And when they rework him, I expect that to change. Yeah, I think is that, so. It's just a typo so. thing, right? So if he's invisible, uh, well, it's it just game, it was right? it was he's from the original game. You got to keep that yeah. in mind. Yeah, that's fair. So the I game mean, was designed differently back then. Yeah. So he's, he'll get reworked eventually. So when that comes around, they'll just he will re re reword everything correctly. Someday. Right. Someday. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> okay. So the next soon. So the next question the hate mail. I don't know if this is a troll question. <laughs> soon. When are raids coming to DCL? Soon. Never. <laughs> uh, hate mail would know just as well as me and Doom would. Yeah. This is another question. This is another question probably for the second half of the show that we'll probably talk about a little bit later too. But this is probably something that is on their radar and they'll implement at some point, but we don't know when. Well, okay, well, in fairness, it's not going to have a shortage of characters they could use because you have Darkseid, Anti-Monitor, Black Rider, you know, boss characters. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like they don't have options. It's just a matter of how they're going to implement it. But that's neither here nor there. Cool. Right. So moving on with the questions, Jay Mitchell asks, uh, I've seen some characters in PvP miss attacks when no one has any evasion stacks on them. What's the deal there? Have you guys ever seen that? Uh, just random misses? Yeah. I don't know. I think uh, the only... I I, I mean, either. The, the thing that I was saying is that if they are the opposing, if they are your own, uh, you may notice. But if you are your opponent uh, or there's a Batman Beyond in the content, uh, you may not. Um, there was a visual glitch with this. Uh, it chance down. And when... The, op- the opponent, the bots, don't think about it. So the only the only thing that I can the only thing that I can think about, sorry for the repetition, is it's the at the start of their turn they get the uh, it chance down from Batman Beyond and they will miss. That's the reason. Um, I talked about this on Discord, and that was my idea of them randomly missing. So. You're uh, so he put hit chance down on some characters, but you can't see yeah. the visual glitch. And you don't notice, or it, there's a visual glitch where uh, uh, you don't, you don't, it doesn't appear. Uh, and if there's no Batman Beyond, then there's clearly clear a bug, because that's the only thing that I can think about. That, that, makes, mm-hmm. sense. that makes sense. Then. And uh, also, you got to keep in mind, a lot of people, when they're setting up their attacks, they already know what they're going to do, so a lot of people tend to rush yeah. through their attacks. Yeah, and exactly. a lot of animations, the debuffs will fall off before the animation is finished. Like yeah. uh, Defender of Justice's Lasso Whip or Harley Quinn's Hammer, debuff effects will actually fall off sometimes before those animations are even done. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, and that last question from Grabopulous Michael Invisibility versus evasion. So, say what? Invisibility yeah. versus evasion. evasion. So, for example, uh, would you prefer which? Like, I guess, which camp are you in? 
Do you think Invasion is better or Invisibility is better, for example? Uh, All right, so <laughs> I want to tackle this one. Go ahead. All right, so this is just my thought on it. Uh, they don't have to be mutually exclusive, first off, mm-hmm. um, because uh, some of the characters that can go invisible also have evasion. Like Batman. So, like Batman. <laughs> Batman Beyond and Batman CC. Let's be specific here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so, here's my personal take on it. It literally comes down to the tank for the group. And when you're comparing the tanks, a.k.a. Harley Quinn Magister and Clayface. Who's more annoying to deal with? The answer, Clayface. Yep. That's just, he's more annoying to deal with because of the cheat death. And if his entire team is invisible and can go invisible on their own, he's so much harder to take down than an evasion character like Harley Quinn. There's so many ways to deal mm. with this. So mm. that's, that's my thought. Nope. No? Because you have. No. <laughs> No, not at all, because Alequin Majest, if she just had the evasion up, it would have been like you are saying. Uh, but the issue is that she has taunt and she applies enrages. So you have to bring someone that have to purge your enrages, like Enchantress, Al Jordan, Steppenwolf, or whoever. Uh, because if you bring, let's say, DOJ to counter her uh, and she gets enraged, she smashes her face on her evasion up and she can die on, on her first turn. While I've always disagreed can, with DOJ being a counter to her anyway. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was saying that uh, some guys bring <laughs> her up, like say, you have two ways to remove her evasion up and to purge her taunt. While for Clayface, you just don't care. You use a special kind of guys and Red Robin, let's say, Red Robin and Retrigan, and you, you kill the others. You don't get... You don't, you are not bored about the uh, invisibility with true sight while invasion up uh, if especially on uh, uh, guys like Alequin Magister or Batgirl if you miss you are in a world of art because that Batgirl will clean up your uh, buffs Alequin Magister will retaliate and g- will get turn meter up uh, and then add more damage to you um, Black Canary will retaliate and get turn meter up. That, that's not even fun. So I think that evasion is way worse than invisibility. Invisibility, you can easily uh, get around. Uh, have, have you ever faced a seven stack or more siren? How do you kill her? The, I have several ways. Yeah, yeah you have. have ways too. Yeah, but it's easier if she was just invisible. And you can just smash her with AOE, or uh, I don't care about invisibility. If they don't, it's not Clayface invisibility that gives them seven stacks of agility up. You can just power girl AOE the world. You don't care. You can bleed them up with Siren. You can just you don't care. AOE will just hit them. <laughs> While evasion up, just it, it's way better. And mm-hmm. we we I think we have to. Stop looking at characters, like specific characters and yeah. ways of like. We, if I could uh, chime in, actually, sure. go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and tag myself in on this one. The way I look at it is, it's less about who you're using, more about who you're fighting. If you're fighting retaliation-based characters, Arcus, the likes, uh, invisibility is hands down king. Because if I punch you with a nine evasion, anything, and you have an Arcus, and your Arcus hits that ten percent chance, my character's dead. 
If I'm invisible, Mm -hmm. you don't even get that 10% chance. But on the other hand, if you have characters like Red Robin, characters like World's Greatest Detective who can just whip the invisibility off of you, then you're definitely going to want that evasion over the invisibility because that's something that's not that's not even remotely close to being as easy to remove. If they can't remove it and they miss, you can sometimes, yeah, get those counterattack effects. And all in all, I would say that evasion is definitely more universally good, but invisibility in the points where it beats evasion, it beats it hands down. Like, it's not even close. <laughs> so... Like, so that's my input on it. The way the way I'm looking at this uh, debate is not like character specific, but sort of mechanic specific, right? So I think of it more of it as how do you answer each of them, and not in terms of like okay, a, I, let's go AOE against uh, invisibility and so on. Let's say for example, evasion. It can be countered by uh, characters that can't miss, for example, or uh, ways to enable you having more hit chance up, right? Um, and but. At the same time, invisibility, how do you counter invisibility? Um, either somehow everyone on their team being invisible so no one's invisible, or having true sight and so on. There, there are mechanics to counter both of them, so they're equally uh, balanced in certain senses. But at the same time, evasion, as Doom was saying, is generally more powerful, but it's in a vacuum. So it could, because it can be, it's specific to the character that has that evasion on them, right? Invisibility enables certain things, right? Like other characters on your team being inv- uh, invisible enables another character from to do something, so yep. the mechanic uh, can be good or bad depending on what the team composition is. So I don't think that invisibility is better than evasion or evasion is better than invisibility. I think they're both equally really really good. It just really depends on how you want to go at uh, dealing with it. You, so. you know that there's an issue. Uh, because invisibility as a kind of diminishing returns, so. Uh, if your whole team is invisible, no one is invisible. If you are in a one-on-one, uh, one versus one situation, your invisibility doesn't matter. Uh, and uh, if not for the uh, retaliation or double attack, uh, because, you know, Etrigan won't attack twice on an invisible guy. Uh, Constantine call assist won't work. Uh, but I think that that's some kind of, let's say, um, design space that's destroying someone's kit because Constantine should be able to call an assist on an invisible guy. <laughs> uh, beside that, uh, evasion doesn't have that kind of diminishing return. So if you are, everyone has 10 evasion up, okay, you can kill them with the step wall or whatever, but uh, it doesn't diminish his power. Uh, while if you have, uh, let's say, Clayface and uh, I don't know, Power Girl in your team, and Clayface on turn one gives invisibility to Power Girl, you are still able to POT her and shut her up, shut her down, uh, while giving Batgirl evasion up to the whole team um, doesn't make it uh, awkward. I don't know if you get my point. Uh, yeah. Invisibility yeah. has a lot less random elements to it. Evasion doesn't suffer from the same issue because evasion 30% 30%. If they're not hitting, they're not hitting, but with the invisibility, yeah. you can still hit them. And yeah. it's just slightly worse because of that fact. I get it. Okay. So, I mean, I get this debate is not really, I mean, I don't think there's a clear winner. There's a clear answer. I mean, there's, no, there's, no, there's good, uh, like, you know, positives and negatives to both sides. 
So, I mean, let, let's just leave it at that then. All right. Well, yeah. the short uh, answer is use Batman CC. Was both <laughs> <laughs> or Batman Beyond. But um, actually, if I may, I did actually receive a question that someone asked if I would pose to you sure. guys. Go ahead. Um, this is a really short one. Uh, each of you pick one character that you think most needs or deserves a rework. Mm. And oh. I'm talking. I'm not talking like, oh, well, I think chemo, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Kimo doesn't need a rework. He's viable. I'm talking like the most unviable characters in the whole game. Who desperately needs this rework? But you can only See, pick I, one. I completely disagree with that, DP. I don't know. I haven't used him. So I just, I, I just, he does need some work, but he doesn't need a total rework. Oh, okay. So that's what we're saying. A total rework. Yeah, total. total like rework. complete retooling. Like Jessica Cruz right. levels of fixing. I think Hot Girl Yeah, is my, I was- my choice. Uh, I was going with Doc Girl too, or uh, you won't see it coming, Supergirl. Mm, I could see. Mm. I, could, I could see that. I could see that. Supergirl. Uh, my 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 pick then, if we're saying total rework, I'd say Blue Beetle is my pick. Blue Beetle, I want him to be special mm. damage. <laughs> I want him to be special damage because he's the Scarab is, as you guys are saying um, in one of the other podcasts, is that the Scarab is now considered a magical thing i guess a magical artifact an artifact yeah so yeah if that's the case then it should be he should be special damage based that's what i think so mm. but it's not unplayable right now yes his his kids feels his kids feel so gimmicky because it's like a, a shield he's a he's it a, is a gimmicky story, but right? it works yeah it does yeah. work so. it works yeah i mean but who's it, using I, shields i would take blue beetle over hot girl no i wouldn't Hawkgirl is actually stupid strong, especially with the likes of Constantine, who can just whip her out constantly. That's fair. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, like thirty percent stun chance baseline is nothing to sneeze at, and she does damage. Yeah, that's better than Superman, if you think mm-hmm. about it. Superman's twenty-five percent, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have to devote the point to it. Yeah. And one guy that I always bring up. Uh, if I'm not allowed to say Yoker or Supergirl, is Yellow Lantern Sinestro. Uh, mm. Because he needs a little bit of speed and his leadership is not worth anything. And uh, I, I hope that we can talk about that in lame talk part. Uh, it should, they should introduce fear, as I said many times, and rework him around that and Scarecrow too. But well, we'll I, talk it about I later. I think that they actually have figured out fear as being hit chance downs. <laughs> no, it's better. You know well, what? Give Sinestro hit chance downs. It'll make him so much better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You say My fear. personal vote is uh, Assault Warsuit Lex because really, what does he even do? He purges <laughs> everything. Have you ever found him in Red Alert or in this new Blitz? Yes, I have. <laughs> I literally smack him with medfill strength down and then watch him as he spends the next eight turns damage immuning himself. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, okay. I say he only does two things, but he does those things really well. No, he doesn't. He gives he himself does. damage immunity for two turns and then proceeds to do absolutely nothing. And then he has he anti like strike. buffs and yes. can't miss. Okay, literally, there's 12 other characters who are significantly, objectively better than him that can purge more buffs. So, you know, why would I ever bring him? I can bring Defender of Justice and have an actually good character. I can bring Yellow Lantern Sinestro and purge off all the buffs I'd really want. 
No, you won't. Yo, you will die before. Stop Harley. Alright. Yell Lantern Sinestro, I can hit Harley once and take away everything. This but you have to hit her. This question yeah, yeah. really derailed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just Anyways, then, then but talk about later. <laughs> Assault Warsuit Lex, All right. and that's my vote. I think he's All terrible. Right. But Alright, so Assault Warsuit Lex, Hot Girl, Supergirl, DP, what was your vote? Uh, Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle? Yeah. Alright, so those are our four? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose that okay. uh, Yellow Lantern was a contender, but... Like Yellow Lantern, honorable mention? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. dishonorable mention. <laughs> dishonorable mention, however we want to phrase it. Uh, sure. Those are our top five, top five characters for rework. No specific order. <laughs> All right. So so let's wrap things up. All right, let's cap it out. Yeah. All right. So this brings us to the end of the game talk of this episode. Uh, just want to give a huge shout out and thanks to everybody for listening. Thank you again for uh, Duloth for joining us. Uh, stay tuned for the lame talk. Any final words, real quick, guys? Doom. Just thank you for having me. Okay. Cool. Doom. Okay. Uh, no, I've got nothing to say. Thanks for listening as always. Cool. So uh, just to help plug uh, Duloth's channel again, uh, if you you guys can follow him on uh, YouTube at YouTube.com/c/theDulothExperience. <laughs> and for us, uh, you guys can, if you haven't already, follow us on social media at uh, Twitter, Facebook. And SoundCloud at The Oddsman and on YouTube at youtube.com slash C slash The Oddsman. Uh, and if you like what we're doing, uh, help support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash The Oddsman. And that's it. And there we go. Thank you.